0: The On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou.
1: Man, how's your boy Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown. If you're looking for me on social media,
0: absolutely. I am Spike Lou on the same social sites. how that, your boy? How you holding up out there?
1: I cannot complain. I cannot complain. um Special shout out to the Scenario Show. uh Was had a great time featured on their radio show. They out the Veal Stand Up Six One Five um had a great time so y'all make sure y'all check it out the scenario show on social media had a great time talking illmatic versus excuse me talking steelmatic versus blueprint man it was it was a had a great time shout out to the guests too that were on there as well they were dope
0: Drooping. that's fire that's that definitely fire i look up uh, when is it coming out it's out already it was live
1: it is currently out right now as we speak the scenario show is the site the link will be in the show notes
0: Nice man, putting on for the city, man. And speaking of Nashville, I just want to shout out a Nashville comedian that I've been following on Twitter, sir, Josh Black. He's funny, man. He is super funny, young, talented dude out of Nashville. He puts some stuff on there. To, on Twitter today at Twitter, said Sir Josh Black. He was talking about a few things you need to know if you're from Nashville. And he hit on the Kurdish pride and all that. Man, he is, this is perfect, man. He, he putting doing a great job for the city. So since we were mentioning city love and stuff, I had to show him some love, man. He's doing his thing.
1: Absolutely, man. Them videos behind me cracking up for sure.
0: Funny as crap. Um,
1: this
0: actually, week, what we... Huh? Who, uh, who is it? it on me? It's on me.
1: Ah, okay, got it.
0: So this week, what we have, man... Lil' Bibby was talking to your man, Vlad, and he was talking about being broke prior to retiring from rap. We want to know, does that surprise you? The weekend, they said he's spending a lot of money on his halftime show. Is it going to be a worthy investment? And on Clubhouse, your man, Jay On said that he was the best rapper from Compton, hands down. But first, if you've been paying attention to the news, you know my guy, Clifford Harris, is back in hot water didn't put his foot in his mouth this time some this time someone else came out and had some serious accusations against him and his wife tiny my question to you it seems like every other month tis in hot water for some outrageous outrageous stuff is this affecting his post rap career brand
1: uh, uh, listen i they say they say all news is good news. All publicity is good publicity. Not when it comes to uh, allegedly drugging and assaulting uh, uh, <laughs> women. Uh. Hey, listen, this is not the pub that T.I. wants. I will say this, though. I don't think this will stick to him. And just for the record, um, he's been accused by some lady um, for drugging and, like, sexual coercing other women along with him and Tiny doing it. T.I. came out, had a lengthy uh, Instagram video where he seemed to be either walking in the woods or walking in his backyard, one of the two. And he said, he Vietnamese denied it. Nigga, what? And y'all not finna peep through our bedroom. Nice try. You know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. And in this situation, I think he's cool. He's good. This isn't going to affect him. I don't think the person that is accusing him uh is has the most positive light shine on her right now. A lot of people really aren't biting, and this doesn't seem to get traction. So I'm sure he, all his political uh allies are like, hey man, what is this? Because he's standing next to the mayor. He's out here pumping um the you know, governors and all this type of shit. So they're gonna look and be like, TI, what is this? And he's gonna be like, Man, shit ain't nothing man. She tripping, and I think it's gonna go away. And, it, but again, you said it before, T.I. has been in hot water a lot lately. Um, he needs to do something to clean up his his image just a little bit. I don't know what it is, but he got to do something to get some positive headlines. I can't take the last positive T.I. headline, bro. Like I just, I I, I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, so he needs to do something positive, something major to get back in these uh, good graces of these media outlets. Cause stories like this are going to affect him eventually, just not this one.
0: Um. Alone, this story standing alone, I agree with you. It doesn't affect him. Where you start to have an issue and it's affecting his post-career as an artist is like every month, every other week, is something like you said, it's not good. It's going to the OBGYN with your teenage daughter. It's like whatever problems that you have with your wife before. It's the Floyd stuff. And TI's not a you're not a rapper anymore, bro. Like your post-rap career, so you're competing. I'll give you some names of some people who are doing the same thing that TI does and that name's not in the news like this. Fat Joe, Noriega, Joe Budden, Mano. Um, what's my man name from uh Philly? Uh million dollars worth of game podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, Gilly. Gilly. All of these guys do the same thing that T.I. do. They're prospering and doing well. And they're doing like they're they're staying out of the news. And if they are in the news, it's laughable. It's it's lighthearted stuff because nobody wants to hear drama from T.I. at this stage of his career, like going like no money. You get tired of hearing it. Now people become skeptical of you. Now people are not buying into your brand anymore. And it's hard to get to that next phase of his career, which I'm sure he wants to get to. So with this alone it wasn't surprising like the shit that they claiming him of he's rapped about that shit he has been rapping about that shit for 20 years I was flabbergasted as to why people were so surprised that he does these things like he's been saying he does these things but when you start to weigh him up and all of these things every other month is not good news like you said then you have Keisha Lance Bottoms and Stacey Abrams and these big plays that he's trying to make looking at him like hey bro you're gonna do some good (laughs) <laughs> like what, what's gonna happen? And I know he did, he been leading protests and things like that, but that really ain't just been a good light on him as well. Like he just yeah, need to, uh, maybe you need to be quiet. Maybe you just need to do more shit instead of like having shit out. That's
1: tough. That's tough to do when you have a podcast, though. He mm-hmm. is now a media personality. And even if you want to look at the last thing he said when he was on there with 21 Savage and he talked about talking to his daughter and keeping her off the pole and that's thought prevention hours, spending time with your daughter. Like, people were like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like T.I. I. remind me of Kanye back in the day. Kanye said this too. I'm I'm, in, I'm on TV talking like it's just me and me. Mm. Like, he owned the podcast talking like it's just him and 21 Savage just chopping it up in the living room at their crib. Like, bro, like, <laughs> you got to remember... It's motherfuckers listening. And, and here's
0: the thing about that, too. Some people can do that. Some people can maneuver well in talking like it's just me and you right here. T.I. is not one of those people. Like, he mm. got to put on that mask in order to be that person who people thought at one point in time he was going to be a Southern Jay-Z. Like, I'm sorry to say that, but, like, you just got to do that, T.I. Like, you can't be as free as you would like to be. 21 Savage can. Young Thug mm. Can. Like those dudes can be a little bit more free because that's the generation that they in. T I still gotta be a little bit more buttoned up. People expect a lot more from you, bro. I was just about to
1: say the expectations. That's just the bottom
0: line. The expectations are different, man. He gotta live up to them.
1: Yeah, I don't see this sticking, though. But
0: <laughs> no, nah, this ain't going to stick, man. His like explanation
1: this. was funny, though. I mean, it, it, like, the way he was talking was hilarious. It, he he seemed genuine, but I I, mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: like I say, this shit wasn't... nigga been rapping about doing this shit for years. Like, it shouldn't have been no surprise.
1: They said that shit... And then, like, as long as he had,
0: was consenting adults, like, it's...
1: The, the, the guy man? had over two dozen people in her DMs talking about, he did the same thing to me. I was like...
0: Did you see where someone sent her a fake story and she posted it?
1: Uh, ah no I ain't see that someone
0: sent her like a completely made up story and she posted it and then she texted like T.I and T.I posted that text up it was weird Yeah, too like much. too much just
1: pay somebody T.I and Tiny. just pay like an escort or something man. Right. I'm
0: sure they've done that several times <laughs> <laughs> go back and listen to I'm Serious and Trap Music and Urban Legend man like this nigga been talking about this shit for years like you got a song yeah, escort
1: company time. man you wouldn't oh. have these problems um, alright man Uh, Moving on, let's take it up to Chicago. My guy and your guy, Lil' Bibby. Lil' Bibby, who has retired from rap. He retired at the age 24. He is now, uh, has an interview series going on right now with DJ Vlad. Lil' Bibby does not make public public appearances. He does not do a lot of radio, not do a lot of interviews. But he made a shocking admission on this DJ Vlad interview. He admitted to being broke, flat broke, prior to retiring from rap and only being able to bounce back after he found juice world and discovered money in real estate. My question, were you shocked to hear little Bibby admit that he was broke?
0: I was shocked to hear him describe it as broke. Cause I don't believe, I ain't, i don't think he's talking about a normal person's broke. That's what I levels
1: don't. to being broke.
0: Yeah. There's different levels of being broke so I, I wasn't shocked by that I, I do think that especially now since he's in the boss status having juice world found him and done the real estate stuff he has been doing other things as far as um signing artists so i wasn't surprised to hear him refer to that stage in his life as broke shit. i hope to be 10 years from now looking back at me like damn i was you know like that's just it's that's just the the maturation of where you want to be in business so i get that i was more surprised with uh um, the story he told about kevin gates and you've been trying to push dj vlad in the chat for whoa. the last 90 days it's really whoa. sickening like you, you 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 posted this and no one even responded to it so you snuck it in the show rundown so you want i just want people to know you're a big vlad fan
1: absolutely not I'm a bibby fan
0: <laughs> no but he told the story on there with the 300 bucks and he kevin gates told him like i i spend 300 a month i buy a pair of oh, air whoa. forces i pay i buy a pair of nike tech fleeces and a pack of t-shirts and a pack of drawers and yeah, who's going to say something to me? I'm going to pull out 10 racks on <laughs> like that's I'm from that generation. I know exactly what Kevin Gates mean. I know a lot of niggas like that. That made perfect sense to me. And Vlad was looking like, really? Thinking all black people got to waste and spend their money on fucking jewelry and shit. But I, I found that story to be interesting because I, I know that what he's talking about, 100%. Yeah, and- what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, like no, I, I felt them too. And, but Bibby, wh- wh- where that story came from was Bibby was trying to keep up with the Joneses. He had mm-hmm. to have a flyer, shit. He had to have a ice to change. What a lot of people do when they get into the game. And and, Ke- and Kevin Gates just kind of sat him down and was like, bro, I don't do that shit. Like, bro, remember uh, uh, Ocho Cinco said this not too long ago? He said he used to wear fake designer and shit.
0: Yeah. And he was like, um- because
1: who's going to say something to- They see it on me, but they think it's real. And I take that money that I'm not spending on Desire and I buy cribs and shit. Like, he he was just like, who going to (laughs) say? He
0: he goes and
1: buys what he wants with it.
0: It was a basketball player on, uh, I can't think, I think I've listened to Beaumont Jones' podcast. He said his first couple of years in the league, he bought all fake jury. Exactly. He said, now he knows the value of it and buys it because he values the pieces and stuff. He said, My first couple of years in the league, he's like, All oh, my shit was fake. I'm like, who gonna ask me about it? Nigga, I'm in the NFL. Like, yeah, I'm gonna spend, exactly. He said, I'm oh. gonna spend 10 times less and it's gonna look just the same. And like, fuck it. When I can buy it, I'll buy it.
1: That's, and that's, that's, little Bibby had never hit, got hit with that perspective. And keep in mind, he's dumb young.
0: Yeah, he's like 22, <laughs> 23. And he's, what he say? He's spending like three, $4,000 on clothes a month. Yeah. That's insane.
1: Yeah. So, but the dope part to to answer the initial question was, I shocked to hear him admit that he was broke. Yeah. I was shocked and I wasn't shocked at the fact that he was broke because I believe a lot of people are checked to check whether you work at Kroger Whether you are an executive level at a company, you can still be check-to-check, or you're a rapper and you're famous, you can be check-to-check as well, which is what I think he meant by being broke, air quote. If the money stopped, if a pandemic would have hit while he was rapping and he couldn't do no shows, you can be a millionaire, but you got million-dollar bills that you still have to keep up with, and you um, you ain't got no investments. So it's money going all out <laughs> and none coming in. So that's, in my opinion, what I think he meant by saying broke. So I'm not surprised at that. We've seen it happen a million times There's the whole ESPN documentary on the shit. We know it occurs. Yeah. What I am shocked is that he admitted it on camera, not being too far removed from it. Most people are too cool for that shit. They want to have a certain image. They want to obtain a certain look, and he is not that type of cat, which is why I fucked with him heavy, and I always fucked with him. I think G. Herbo the same way, by the way. I think they cut from the same cloth, and I thought that was cool, so I I was shocked for him to admit it the way he did so casually when most niggas is too cool for that shit. I thought that was dope.
0: Yeah, I think that that's his appeal, being real. That's so why I, I wasn't surprised at him saying that because that's was always my appeal to him is being able as like a rapper to keep it real. So him saying that, like, yep. it, it kind of shed some light on um, situations for people and could, could help them out. And like you say, him and G Herbo, I feel like, are down to earth. Just a quick side note on G Herbo, I follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it was a nigga that tweeted, <laughs> a nigga tweeted, God, please stop killing all the rappers. So I, G Herbo ain't the only nigga I got to listen to. And G Herbo retweeted it with like a hundred laughing emojis. So I just let you know, like he down to earth and shit. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> this
1: is that is enough. funny. Yeah, it's I lot
0: to bond that.
1: That baby interview, good though, man. Like he, he, I, 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 I just, I like him Vlad, as a person,
0: man. How do you even know about new Vlad interviews? How do you even get into that? The
1: room? algorithm, nigga. I look up rap videos and shit. So when you do that, and I look at interviews.
0: You mean, you're subscribed to his page. Just say nothing. Just say that you subscribed to Vlad. Just say that.
1: I'm here for the guest. I don't watch any interview <laughs> show for the host. You got a
0: picture of Vlad. And
1: <laughs> did you see right. him and Vlad sitting on screen though?
0: Yeah, I did. That was weird. First time seeing that. that was the only reason I stuck around for that video. I was like, who is this nigga? I mean, Vlad. He definitely don't match how he looks. Nobody does though. Wow. He definitely don't though. Moving on this weekend, the big game. The Super Bowl is here. We're ready, man. The weekend is the halftime performance, as you know. Thank you, Jay-Z. We greatly appreciate all you've done for black culture getting the weekend on the halftime show. What would we have done without this is black people? But The weekend is spending seven million dollars to produce his halftime show. My question to you, Animal Brown, do you think this is a worthy investment?
1: That's nuts. Now we all know that people don't get paid for the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if you didn't know, now you know. But what I didn't know is that the NFL covers production costs. Not in this case.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I'm running it up. That's all he spent was seven?
1: Exactly. He passed on that and decided to spend seven out of his own pocket, according to him. That's not label money. That's not sponsorship. That's not Pepsi's money. That is out of his own pocket, $7 to produce the halftime show. And yes, I do think it's a worthy investment, but it's risky this is the most watched game or most watched television, anything all year long worldwide. And most people don't even give a shit about the game. They're actually there for the halftime show. So you saw what happens on the versus effect when you get, 800,000 people in a room watching Ashanti and Keisha Cole. You see what it does for their streams. Can you imagine with 20 million people watching the weekend? 120,
0: 120 million. 120 <laughs> million.
1: Can you imagine that? So that's 30, 20 or 30 versus effects on your shit. Absolutely. I'm spending them seven M's. I love that he's put betting on himself putting the bread up. That's called an investment. You're rolling the dice on yourself. That's a healthy investment, man. We're ta- we're going to be talking rapper stocks a little bit later on today, but this is similar. I love it. Respect to Weekend. And his last album was fire, by the way, if ain't nobody listening to that. That shit was banging.
0: I don't believe That'll you. Do. Uh,
1: and I know risky. Drake is somewhere hot that he didn't sign, dude. Uh,
0: yeah, tough. Risky, though. I don't I don't see it being risky. I think that this play is very much worth the value for some of the reasons that you've already mentioned 120 million people watching the biggest game of the year the biggest thing in american sports probably the world for one day like you're gonna be everywhere with this and to me like the weekend he could have had them cover it like you said but this is a fuck you show he was mad that he got passed over for that Grammy nomination, and this is like, nah, nah, y'all niggas not fucking with me. One, y'all not on the Super Bowl halftime show. Two, you're not going in your own pocket and grabbing 7Ms and putting the show on to put on, like, for the whole world to see. So, I think more than anything, this is a spiteful act. It's not even for promotion. He probably ain't gotta make nothing but a penny over $7 million back to feel justified in spending the $7 million. and I get so sometimes you just got to spend fuck you money and he doing it for the halftime show and i respect it i respect the shit out of that man
1: Now you got to give it to him and his i don't know how familiar you are with his videos and shit but they're usually pretty outlandish like he does like heavy makeup face mm-hmm. looking crazy I he he had been marketing himself like with the bandages around his face going to war shows and shit I like know what that.
0: was up with that what's up with what was he doing
1: it was play it played into the last video that he had man he had like plastic surgery makeup on and shit look kind of crazy but he usually has like real out there music videos and they usually get a lot of attention because of it so i get the thought process and this isn't out no, this isn't out of the blue or nothing out of the normal for weekend it's gonna i'm interested now though seven million a lot of money bro to produce uh what are you gonna Absolutely. be on there for three minutes <laughs> like, Wait,
0: probably, i think he gave drake three he probably gave drake three to come out Actually, if I'm Drake, I'm putting in on that seven million to be there.
1: That's true. I I, get like
0: if I haven't man, if I haven't performed and I'm a rapper in forever like if I'm Kendrick Lamar, Drake, J. Cole, like my nigga, how much do I got to pay you for like a minute and (laughs) thirty seconds, my nigga? (laughs) Let me out here, brand new snippet. Like, come on, man.
1: And for the record, uh, her will sing "America the Beautiful." Oh. I'm and Desmond that. Sullivan will sing the anthem along with Eric Church, whoever the fuck that is.
0: Shout out to Jay-Z, man. <laughs> I see you,
1: boy. You cook whole shit. We Shout got the out Halftime to and that
0: Social reform initiative in this great Halftime Show, too.
1: Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Um, all right, man. Before we get to these rapper stocks this this rap Robin hood that we got on deck. Uh, let's talk clubhouse. Again, another rapper made another statement on clubhouse this time. It was the game uh, West coast legend. The game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. West coast legend. Nice. The game made a bold declaration said that he is the best rapper to ever come out of Compton. Obviously Compton has a storied history when it comes to hip hop. My question, does Game have a point or is it clearly Kendrick Lamar?
0: Best rapper to come out of Compton is clearly Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> if, if he would worded it differently though, cause Game has had a great career. So, and if he were to say, I have the best career out of any rapper coming out of Compton album for album, or you can make an argument. He still loses, but you can make an argument that since he got like 10, 12 albums, all of them have been at least mildly successful, that he's had a great career a lot longer than I thought he would be around. And, you know, Kendrick only had three of the best albums in the history of hip hop to come out. <laughs> his career, so he had to deal with that. But, yeah, I mean, he got a strong case for a solid career, but he's not the best rapper from Compton. He may be third. By he's who? not second. Is Corrupt from Compton?
1: No, he's from Philly.
0: Oh. which Who is the nigga that they fuck with Heavy from out there? Is it Daz?
1: Nigga Dre, motherfucker? You talking about him?
0: Dre's not around. I mean, you, you tell me what you think. Let let guy look up named
1: Raptors. Dr. Dre, motherfucker? Let me look
0: up rappers from Compton while you tell me what you think.
1: Um. All right, so hear me out.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. You make the, the game,
1: me? he has to be given his flowers while he's here. And he did bring the West back at a time in the mid-2000s when it was quiet. It was mm. crickets. Nobody was there. Dre had fallen off. Snoop is not from Compton. He was quiet. He was getting older, long in the tooth. The game came through and put fresh energy for – the real best rapper <laughs> to come out of Compton, Kendrick, to come along. Game kept
0: the seat tried warm. as long as you could. <laughs> you Look,
1: Game kept the seat warm for Kendrick. We, we have to give him that. And, and Game is aware of that he kept the lights on out west. And sometimes they, yeah. he has that blurred line in between, I kept the lights on, which is true, and I'm the best rapper to come from there, which is not true. He got to chill. He has nowhere to draw the line, sir. We're going to give you your props for this. But let's be realistic. Kendrick is better even today. If Kendrick retired today, he's still the best rapper to come from It just is what it is. I'm sorry. Like, I, and Game is dope as fuck. I fuck with him. Strong, great discography. Make sure y'all go back in our archives. We did a Game albums ranked. Go find that dope discography. But he's not Kendrick Lamar. I'm sorry. Stop.
0: You got Kendrick, Easy E, YG, DJ Quick, MC Ren. MCA, mm. and Gang. But Game these, those are the true. biggest names there. Coolio is from there, too. Really? Yeah, Coolio from Compton.
1: Uh, he behind Coolio,
0: then. Yeah, he might be behind Coolio. The Gangsta's he Paradise was that he shit. He ain't got a song bigger than Gangsta's Paradise. And that's <laughs> crazy.
1: That shit was banging.
0: Man, nigga.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but I look, I, I get it. I, he was probably going off at Juice on Clubhouse, yeah. turned up. You know what I'm City saying? AM, he was feeling good, yelling at the phone. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine niggas talking? If you can have a camera on people when they on Clubhouse, niggas probably that. would be at
0: hilarious. The, the, the video with niggas on Clubhouse would be great. I need to add that feature. Especially niggas, niggas say, wow, shit funny. like that.
1: <laughs> Nigga probably mad as fuck. Calm down, game. You dope. Just say you top three out of the yeah, those. Just say
0: that. Look, I had a great career. That's it. Or that. Because no one can argue that.
1: Absolutely. Hell no um all right let's talk what we can argue uh what's popping right now guys we we've seen the rapper excuse me we've seen the stocks pop this year uh shout out to you if you got in on AMC if you got it on GameStop salute I or did Bitcoin. not Bitcoin which is why I, you said who
0: I said or Bitcoin Bitcoin or or like Bitcoin coin.
1: I'm out on all three which is why I'm not on a beach right now but um we your boy, Lil Baby, had an interview with Billboard, and it got us thinking. He was talking about his brand and taking it to the next level and what it means to be rap's next superstar. It's actually a really dope interview, by the way. If y'all want to go check that out, um, go look it up. But during his interview, he talked about being, like, leaders of the new school for hip-hop in the 2020s, so 2020 to 2030. And when they asked him who did he think the leaders are, he said himself, the baby, Roddy Rich, and Meg Thee Stallion which got us thinking. That's a bold statement. Who would you buy stock in for the next few years if there was a rap Robin Hood? But first let me ask you about this statement though. Do you how accurate do you think that was?
0: Two of those three people are going to make it to 2030 as the least I just the law of averages. I think one of them's going to fall off, not out of spite or anything. I just don't think that all three of them are going to withhold their positions. We've seen it before. So if I had to pick one person that wouldn't be there, I, I'm going to say Meg. And it's not due to lack of talent or creativity or anything like that. I just think she's going to receive more scrutiny than those two. Mm. Uh, women are held to a different standard in hip hop. We know that we're trying to get it right and make sure that they are represented correctly moving forward. But I just think that she's going to have to navigate a lot of different things that they want, and it's going to tire her out. And she may not be there at the head of it in 2030. And it's a lot of yeah. people in that lane, too, way more than we've seen before. So it's going to take a lot to stay in the head for the next 10 years in her lane, too. That's another thing.
1: I, look, I looked at this list when he said this. Mm-hmm. And he said they, that's that, those four we're gonna run the next ten years. So if you do that, if you let's go back and see it's who three, was
0: right? Who, Who's the fourth?
1: Him, little baby Meg, the baby, Roddy rich.
0: Oh, duh, baby. No, I'm yeah. taking him off then. Well, that's I'm, I'm leaving Meg back on and taking him off. I thought it was just three. That's easy then. He's easily the one that's not gonna make
1: it. That's some shit.
0: I'm telling you. If, if it ain't, I mean, we've seen this, man. If it ain't, because people are going to get tired of his rap, it's because he's going to do something crazy. Like nigga just nah, got wait. arrested last week. That's true. Again. <laughs> like, come on, man. God damn, my nigga. What are you doing out here? <laughs> I, <laughs> I ain't, I, my, I I ain't even his publicist, and I'm frustrated with the nigga. Come yeah, on, bro.
1: Yeah, no, that, that, that nigga, he got to get on their nerves. I got to. I'm looking at them four. Mm. And so basically what he's telling me is that they're the 2020 version of Drake. Kendrick, Mm -hmm. Cole, and Nikki. Because that's the twenty you could argue that was 2010 to 2020.
0: Mm -hmm. You
1: know what I'm saying? Not saying that they just fell off two weeks ago, but I'm saying they were clearly the the leaders of that school. So he's saying that they're them four or that four. What does that say about where rap is? If it's baby, Meg, the baby, two niggas named Baby, (laughs) Roddy Rich, and Baker
0: Stallion. Man. I guess I'm going to sound like the old get off my line guy. And people of the new generation could possibly challenge me on this. But I don't think that the baby, little baby, Meg, and Roddy Rich can hold a candle. To how talented Drake, Kendrick, Lamar, J. Cole, and Nicki Minaj are, and it may be because we've had time with these artists and are able to see their careers play out. So we are speaking from a place of 2020 vision, and you know, being able to be the judge from that. But I just I don't see like one with Drake. We can just X him. I you never see that again. Probably <laughs> like, that's, that's never gonna happen. But the comparison out of that group would probably be Roddy Richard. Roddy Rich a talented dude, but I don't see him going on a Drake run, just like I don't see Meg going on a, a run like Nikki. Like, that shit's unprecedented. What they did in that generation, maybe it was timing what it was, but that shit's unprecedented. Even with what J. Cole – the closest you would probably see is Lil Baby doing for 4PF what J. Cole did for Dreamville. And that's like providing a different lane, giving you a different look, growing into, like but Lil Baby's gonna continue to grow as an artist, continue to get more talent. I say that biasly because he's my favorite from the group. But I think that would be the main comparison that I could make, not due to subject matter or anything like that, but just of how he's gonna make a transition continue to grow as an artist. And then you're gonna see his focus be those around him. Yeah. I see those early signs of that from Lil Baby. And the baby, like he, he ain't neither one of those guys. Yeah. Like, he, He's not gonna have a career as strong as I don't think Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, uh, none of those people. He's not gonna do it.
1: It's tricky. It's, it's...
0: <laughs> Would you play somebody else right there other than the baby? Well, am I just really low on him? Am I tripping?
1: No, you're just hating. That's, That's all.
0: He just hating. You know he's not talented enough to be around for the next ten years, bro. You
1: know I fucks with him though.
0: He still rap. Like, come on, man. I like, fucks with him. I ain't heard nothing. Like, he can rap. You're absolutely right. But I've heard nothing to make me say twenty. 20- this nigga, the leader of the new, I, I'm baffled when people will say that. Like, I do hear other people saying it, which makes me sound like a hater. You're right. But that exactly. shit is crazy. He's not. It's like, that's like saying Ludacris was going, was one time looked at, at the leader of the new school. No, he was a good rapper. He was consistent. Like, he put out good. He had a great career, but he was never like Jay-Z. Ludacris was never that.
1: Nah, he wasn't. Nah, that's yeah, true. That's but he was, saying, he was man. popular, though. He
0: was popular as well. He was popular. He did his, that's what I'm saying. He had a great career. He did his thing. But you wouldn't like. There's no. There is no ten year, decade period where ludicrous was considered the top four like person in rap.
1: Nah, nah, not when Eminem and Nelly and Jay, were, yeah, nah. like that. That type of That's
0: personality true. just don't. It just doesn't like. And I consider the baby and ludicrous having the same personality.
1: The baby got social media though. That helps. It does. That helps. It does. Um, But I just thought that was interesting. Y'all make sure y'all check out that article because he also talked about the difference being little baby and dominique which is obviously his government name and how he separates the two and how he plans on growing dominique in the next 10 years uh it's so he, he, it's a dope interview i'll make sure y'all check that out fuck with little baby He got his head on his shoulders
0: I do. Um, absolutely
1: but they got us thinking who are you putting stock in for the next couple of years we've got we we're going to say who we're buying stock in who we're selling stock in and who we're holding i um, obviously, buying—we know what that is. You see their their star power growing over the next couple of years. Who were selling? Get out now, <laughs> right? They may have a little spark right now, but get out now because it's, we're going to see it go downhill. And then who were holding? We see them just being a steady, steady Eddie. You can always count on them. That's Nike stock. That's Apple. They're not just going to blow up one day like GameStop did, but they're not going to come crashing down either. Um, so with that being said, do you have a, you want to start with who we're buying? Do you have somebody who you're buying for the next couple of years in hip hop?
0: um yes i do have someone who were buying i was looking for this quote from mark cuban to lead into this that i put in the group chat earlier where he was talking about the type of stocks that he believes in was the type of stock that he buys and essentially he said you buy shit that you believe in whether the stock goes up or down it'll go to change throughout the years but essentially you're making an investment in what you think will be successful regardless of how the times and the trends change. so i just want to say that i thought that was pretty dope and tied that into this you said, "Do I want to start with the long term, right?" Oh, no, just who are you buying right now? So, with that being said, with Mark Cuban and tying that into who I'm buying, I'm buying stock in lyrical ability and uniqueness in 2021 overall. That would be my portfolio if I were to say, and and moving forward, just being different from big pop stars and having to travel and be big acts. I think the people that are very like people that make alone music people where you can ride in a car and listen to their music, people who you can, you know, when you're on a road trip, dolo by yourself, you may be playing a video game, you cleaning up the house. If you listen to gangster music while you cleaning up the house, but music where you don't really have to be outside. Um, JT made a statement talking about the city girls made outside music. I'm buying stock in inside music. And if I had to spe- make it specific to some artist, Boldy James, I think he had a real good, out out the gate in in 2020 did a great job and he's different from the rest of the Detroit rappers. It's not as upbeat. It's more so, like I said, in the house music reason. I think reason is going to be great as far as the almost anti TDE, the song that he had talking about how he was associated in top dog. son was his manager. I thought that was great window cry. And I just think that that's a, a giving you an, a, a show as to what he's going to be as far as a black sheep. Those are the people that I think are going to be famous. And lastly, I would say Conway. Conway is not as flashy as Benny. He ain't as flashy as West Side. He's more so the nigga, I'm going to wrap your face off type of dude. He ain't like the pretty boy that's going to be all on TV. He's not going to be out everywhere. But I do think that that's going to play into his favor. Like, he's going to be the mysterious one from Griselda. And the attention that they've gotten, I think, that he's going to ascend past the other two in 2021. Because, like I said, I'm buying into the lyrical ability and uniqueness. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm into the the person that I have is the epitome of lyrical ability. And they they always say, man, in a stock game, you you buy the dips. Meaning when something goes low, something quote unquote crashes, and everybody starts selling off their stock, that's when you need to start copping. Because it's only a matter of time before they go right back up. And I think a perfect example of that right now is Corday, uh, formerly Mm. known as YBN Corday. He has been very quiet lately. Uh, he dropped a single last year with Roddy Rich that didn't make a lot of noise, even though it was a nice record. And um, I think now is the perfect time to buy some stock and YBN, or the artist formerly known as YBN Corday, just Corday, because his future is dumb bright. And it's as bright as anyone in the game. And I think some people have forgotten that because he's been so low key. Uh, he let his girl cook on the tennis court, you know what I'm saying, last year. He's been playing the back sidelines to that, which I can't do nothing r- but respect. So he got him, uh, he got him an A-plus sidekick to go with he got the celebrity relationship popping off and he makes good music. And I think it's only going to get better. So right now, while he's quiet, let me cop up. Let me buy all of the goddamn Corday stock, the Corday coin (laughs) right now. And uh, I think it's going to take off in the next two, three, four years. For sure. Interesting.
0: I thought you would go with chance chance.
1: Man, hell no. (laughs) They shouldn't even have him. I thought you would buy (laughs) into
0: his rebound. He's going to be like your GameStop.
1: Look, the ra- nah, the Robin Hood need a ban. They if, if this was a real rap Robin Hood, they would ban niggas from buying chance stock.
0: He would be like, he would be like GameStop. You exactly. said chance
1: stock. they gonna be like, nah, don't buy that shit. Not not because it's going too high. It's because it's AMC. Small.
0: He'd be like AMC.
1: <laughs> Tough. He going bankrupt, nigga. Ain't nobody fuck with that shit. Uh, who you got somebody that you selling? Anybody that you like? Nah, it ain't looking good for the near future for this particular yes. person or style.
0: I do have, um, three people that I'm selling as well. And this is, and of course I've just talked about him, the baby. Uh, but that's one. I don't, everybody's a higher on him than I am. I'm short in that stock. Um, the city girls and Meek Mill. Mm. And I love the city girls. I do. Really? I do. I love JT and, and I just, their personality is like authentic. I love that's that. Fair. But, um, I don't, it's going to hurt them not being able to make outside music. And she said, like, it's only so long they're going to be able to be fun on Instagram because it's not what they do. They're rappers. and not personalities, and you can see that with them. Uh, so I need them in the booth, and I don't, I don't know if that where the pathway is going to be for them to stay as successful for them. So that would be one. And then my other one would be Meek Mill. A lot to live up to, man. And I don't know if he has the musical ability to do it the nigga like getting picked up out of jail with billionaires and like you got so much opinion about shit that's going on like if niggas don't hear you talking about that me I'm me. I'm niggas. If I don't hear you talking about that in your album, I'm going to be highly disappointed. And I ain't never heard him talk about it before, but I just like socially he's taking that on. So I want to hear him tackle that music in a good way too. Like nice soulful shit that I feel like Meek Mill has the access to do. And I don't know if he can do it, but I'm looking forward to seeing it hundred yeah, uh, percent.
1: That last, that last little four piece wasn't really talking about nothing. but I, I think he can make, I think, I think he's underrated when it comes to making music, bro. Like he's got some really good projects, dog. He do really it. good projects.
0: Is he gonna grow up though? Like, are is that music going to grow up? Like, he got too many resources. Are you gonna hear like I, the one thing about what, what's so great about Jay Z, and we will get to that later? Like, you started to hear the reflection of the people that he hung when he started. Like, when he changed from hanging with Dame Dash to hanging with Big Dog niggas, like you heard the change in the music. Like Meek Mill don't hang with the same nigga. He hang with billionaires from Philly and shit. He's telling me this. I want to hear the change and that reflect in the music and the subject matter and how he approaches it. Like I want I'm anxious to see how that translates. And yeah. I think it has to if he's if he wants to be still looked at like authentically.
1: I think he can do it though. <clears throat> I Hopefully. do. I I believe in, in his ability to make music and he's got Rock Nation by his side. He's got too many resources to fail, in my opinion. I, I really do. I think he got too many resources.
0: I hope so, man, because I, I like me. I just don't like some of the shit you do sometimes. And my female that I I, I want to name a female that I'm buying into in 2021 is definitely Rhapsody. Everybody's okay. going left. I think well, everybody's going right. She's going left as far as her brand and just being a female that can just bar you down. I think you're going to start seeing more a little like mini Rhapsodies that aren't so far to the Meg and Cardi side, but more so to the Rhapsody side. And um, I think you'll see a lot more than that's going to big up her profile in 2021, too. So I'm buying stock in that.
1: I can respect that. Um, I'm selling. Mm. And this is not even a particular person. This is a style. And I I'm, I was actually torn between if I was going to sell this or if I was going to hold this. Mm-hmm. But then I got to thinking, I, I think it's going to start to trend off. And I, I actually called this early last year. They like, Like they say, you buy the dips. Mm. When shit is at an all-time high maybe overachieving maybe it's not sustainable that's we need to go ahead and cash the fuck out and I think it's going to be time to cash out on New York drill I'm gonna be honest and I'm mad because I'm a fan of the movement but the problem is the star of the movement is no longer here if pop smoke was still alive then I would I could see him carrying the torch and taking it to another level you can even tell, bro, he, the album that he dropped after he passed away, there's three or four songs off that album on the radio as we speak. Like, he had the star power. Without him carrying the torch, I don't see it coming from anybody else. five-year- Foreign is trying. Maybe Bobby Schmerder when he gets out. But if we keep it a stack, Bobby Shmurda music was just some look cool. You got you know Roddy Rich fucked up. No, I'm who? telling you. Yeah, Roddy Rich. You mean Roddy Rebel.
0: Yeah, whatever.
1: I fuck yeah. with Roddy Rebel, too. I like him, too. I just don't think it's enough to carry the movement onto the next three or four years. I think it's going to phase out.
0: I disagree. I think the dude is a superstar.
1: Rowdy? I think,
0: yes. I think he's going to get his feet under him in the next two, one and a half years, maybe six months. And he is going to take the fuck off. I hope so. Like, like I'm talking about Takashi, Bobby murder. Like that hole as big as that shit was, like he gonna get that big. I'm telling you, watch. I don't he's know. That, he's that he's got that personality. But I did it's interesting that you say that because I did have a style that I wanted to double down. I'm doubling in and buying more of just from what I've seen and the strong output that I've seen, and that's the adult contemporary rap. We've talked Man, about it. Up no up. Hey, I'm I'm I wasn't a fan of it. I was hesitant buying stock in the Jay Z's, the Rick Ross's, the Jada Kiss, the Two Chains, the T.I.'s. But now I'm here for this. These people have extended the prime of what we've known hip hop to be. Me and you were coming up. It wasn't no people rapping at this age. It was over for you. You were the old nigga. Jada Kiss is still cool. Two Chains is still cool. Rick Ross is still cool. Jay Z is. The epitome of cool. TIs teetering on the verge with all the shit that he has going on, but he still can put out an album as we've seen with that Libra this year and make noise and be relevant. So I'm doubling down on my contemporary rap stock. I wasn't in at first. I'm all the way in now.
1: I can respect that. I can respect that. Is there anything that, well, you, shit, you probably have named a couple, but is there anything that you currently own and are holding and yep. for the long haul that you feel ain't going nowhere?
0: Absolutely, it's been uh, 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 uh up and down stock. It's made me scared. It's very volatile out here in these streets, but it always rises back up. And that's, I bought it real early. I was in on this, and I ain't even really tell nobody that's in my portfolio. I've been trying to hope people forget, and that's NBA Young Boy stock.
1: Oh, get rid of that.
0: He's still leading YouTube It's the number one view artist some kind of way. He's still seeing success every time he drops an album, Is making waves. Kids still love him, still go wild every time he drops something. I may not be as big a fan of his music as I was when he first dropped, and I was on here talking about 38 Baby and that being a dope-ass album, but, I mean, he's still doing it, so I'm going to hold the stop.
1: Woo! Seven kids, seven baby mamas, twenty one years old,
0: like a hundred and something, what close to a billion YouTube views to pay for it.
1: He need every and, last one of them too. Hey you know?
0: man, <laughs> <laughs> hey, get it how you live, family. You like it like it. Hey, I love it, my nigga. Who you got? Uh, so
1: I'm holding, and I, I, I almost sold this. I was Kanye so stuff. close to selling
0: this. Please sell your Kanye stock.
1: But, uh, absolutely not, never. But I am holding my Griselda stock. And here's why. You wasn't going that. They had a huge year last year. Buffalo makes the playoffs, almost makes the goddamn Super Bowl, and they can't handle it. We got in fighting already. They got their <laughs> mans in the skybox, and they other mans on the goddamn sitting with the common folks. There's, like, sub-tweets going on around. Like I always
0: movies said he was just playing. And
1: all the rappers, like, right? they not in the movies. Some are, some ain't. Like, what's really going on? We're going to talk about some more news with Conway a little bit later on in the episode that's got people thinking, like, yo, what's going on? I almost sold it because they were he sky he was just playing.
0: He's on Joe Button this week. He said he was just playing. That's what he said. Yeah, okay. But Joe, uh, to, to Joe's credit, too, he told him he didn't believe that. You
1: see what I'm saying?
0: Because he, he tried to put it how him and Ma tried to spin it, which I make makes you have a hard time, believing. it. Oh, that's my sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, if niggas know me, they know I'm joking. And Joe's responsible. Like, niggas don't know you. Exactly. The fuck, is we supposed to know that you're joking, mm-hmm. my nigga? Mm-hmm. So I, I do think with that smoke, that's fire. I do agree with you. I don't, I don't believe him when he says it ain't nothing there. Like, nigga, yeah, he, he pushing that. What is it? Drum music? What's the name? We're gonna
1: get to it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Drum work.
0: Drum work. He pushing that heavy.
1: That's what I'm saying. So, but. I decided to not sell it. I'm going to hold it. Cause I, I do think number one, they're too old to be beefing on social media. That's number one. Let's, let's be clear. They grown ass mm. niggas right here. Like stop the bullshit. I don't think they're going to come this far to blow it up so quickly. I don't see that happening. I, and Westside West Side Gun, too smart of a businessman. I like his vision, but what he got going on. So I, I think they'll have a long career, a long, steady Career over these next couple of years. I don't think it's gonna go crazy. They're not gonna cross over and all of a sudden be doing songs with Katy Perry and Conway and shit. I don't think it's gonna go like that. But I do think it's gonna be steady, gonna put out steady, good material, maybe even a classic here, maybe a classic tape out of somebody here or there, and maybe a good movie. I don't know if they drop the price, I'll watch to find out. But um, I, I do think good merch. They got a good thing going and it's gonna be steady, even though I was super close to selling it though.
0: Mm, I can't believe you was close to selling that.
1: I was because I was gonna I was close to selling it and holding that drill stock just in case Bobby Schmurter come out with a with, with Drake's rhyme book or some shit and he just Roddy he Rich. I'm Roddy Rebel, you. man, you gonna get his name? You only know his name. That's what I'm saying. Why Since just he's been locked game. up, a nigga with a similar name I, <laughs> is shit.
0: I forgot it was a nigga named Roddy Rich. Now Roddy from Brooklyn. That nigga. He's gonna turn up
1: we'll see um guys do us a favor let us know who you are buying selling and holding go to facebook in the rap chat let us know go on instagram at on Deck tv podcast comment let us know go on youtube.com realville comment under this episode who are you buying selling and holding uh what else we got man
0: you forgot one didn't you the Ooh. drake and jay-z
1: Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you hear that at? You heard something.
0: Well, I was listening to Dan Patrick, my daily sports talk radio, and they asked the question and they said, whose career would you rather have? Tom Brady's, who's arguably considered the best quarterback ever in football. Or would you rather have Patrick Mahomes, who most considered to be the next best thing, if maybe not better than Brady, the most talented per se. So that had me to thinking, what's the equivalent to this in hip-hop? And we talked about it, and we wanted to pose the question here and talk about it. If you had the choice of buying stock in Jay-Z's current career and everything that you know about Jay-Z now, or Drake's current career and, and his career moving forward, yeah. who are you taking? Drake really
1: only because well not only because but the the main reason is because he has jay as a blueprint
0: Hmm. and so
1: he can now do what jay did and just do it on a bigger level because there'll be more money streams there'll be more ways to get it so i i I say drake because he he, people always have the advantage of coming after the person who did it first because they can see where they fucked up and they can see where it worked and they could take that strategy and just grow from it. So it's a little bit of a cheat code, but I would go Drake for that reason. That's it's, it's a harder play in football, obviously, because that's a team sport. But one on one artist level, Drake gonna make them plays, dude. He got Nike shoes on the way. He got, he, he gonna do it bigger than Jay, eventually.
0: So that that's my question to you then, because it poses the question what you want to be or what you want to go down in history as, because the nigga that made the most money doing it and the nigga did it first are going to be like in different lanes.
1: That's a fact. If you're a
0: pioneer of something like you're we talking about you going down in history. Yeah, you might have sold 100 million records, but niggas not going to remember you in 150 years like they're going to remember the nigga that sold that first. I mean, it's I would go change. with Jay-Z just because like you said, he carved it out. I've seen it. There's not as much of a risk because you know what's going to be. And also some of the things that he did first, like Drake could never be able to be the first one to own a streaming service. He'll never be able to be, like, the one that married Beyonce. <laughs> like, just, just shit it. There are things that, like you said, he can surpass him and do bigger numbers, but Jay-Z, I feel like, will always be considered the person who opened the floodgates, per se, like you're saying. Like he's going to be the reason that niggas, like, when niggas start talking about how rappers started getting endorsements and how it became such a big business, the first name that they're going to mention is Jay-Z's name, regardless of who passes it. So I agree. I would go uh, with I agree. So, yeah
1: but uh
0: but it's a good can, question though
1: it's nothing wrong with being uh the person who breaks all of that shit that that person did though <laughs> like that's facts, facts. It's just,
0: who's history gonna remember more i think is the question like is history gonna remember the nigga that put the most numbers up or the nigga who founded it like well, the, the, the record person.
1: setter or the record breaker
0: right that, that's, that's true and you
1: mm-hmm. could argue both sides of that
0: you could you definitely could but that's a good question though you guys let us know what you think as far as who do whose career would you take would you take jay-z and everything that you know would you take drake everything that you know plus what you have to come absolutely lastly we got some wins and some losses let's get it absolutely first big l going out to the staff of the sunday service man you have photographers you have Choir members, you have cooks, you have a lot of people claiming that they were not paid for what they done in the Sunday service events that Kanye held. Due to it's 30 million due out to those people if this goes to court. Defend your man's
1: Kanye on his preacher shit for real, right here, dude. (laughs) (laughs) 30 30 million.
0: That's sick. And
1: I and I hate to say this, but I'm not surprised. And I used to, I used to look at that stuff and think. Man, I wonder if they're getting paid. Like, how? (laughs) Because Kanye too scatterbrained, bro. Like, can you imagine him? Like, people trying to get a hold of him to get their check?
0: And he probably didn't even try to do it, though. You're right. Like, he probably didn't even try to not pay these people. But do you know how mad I would be if I was waiting on a check from this nigga and he and Forbes talking about he got a billion dollars? My nigga, I, I'm going to Calabasas, bro. They're gonna have to arrest me, shit. man. My nigga, you pressing them about having a billion? You can't give me my money, nigga.
1: Look up that, on you,
0: hey, man. Kidnapping Kim too.
1: Vest on. That's why he had the <laughs> bulletproof vest on during his little presidential <laughs> <laughs> campaign.
0: Shit. You better have a bulletproof vest on, my nigga. You got me in here working for free. Talking about you got a billion. Got the fuck out of here, nigga. I'm so I, I, I want to see how that plays out. That's gonna be funny. Next we have oh my goodness a resounding L for Method Man. Wendy Williams in efforts trying to sell her new book, new TV show, whatever she got going on. She let the world know that she did sleep with Method Man. Your thoughts?
1: It was a one-night stand. And look, meth. Doesn't matter. Every everybody has that one Mm-mm. that they don't that they want to forget.
0: Wendy Williams is like two.
1: <laughs> People may have two. That they want to forget and don't want to act like never happened. Unfortunately for Method Man, the person was famous and they have a TV talk show and a new movie on Lifetime that they're promoting. So it's unfortunate for meth. That his one is famous, but everybody has them, so I can't knock them.
0: All righty. Next, we got a W 2 our guy, Snoop. He's adding on to his anchor, uh, you know, credentials. He's getting his uh, reps in. He's going to be doing a puppy bowl this weekend. You watching that?
1: Listen, I wasn't going to watch it, but Snoop Dogg is co hosting. That's going to be Count funny. me in, dude. Snoop Dogg co hosting with uh, Martha Stewart the puppy bowl.
0: Puppy Count bowl here for me. They catch me for, like, at least two or three minutes every year. So like Yeah, you, you got to tap in.
1: You got to tap yeah. in and just poke your head in on the puppy. Well, that should be funny for a little bit, and then you got to get out
0: of there. Heck, so if Snoop going to be there, I might get five minutes out of me, right? So That's I'm, a fact. I'm, I'm fucking with that one 100%. All right, we got another W. This one is going to Conway, as we previously mentioned. He signed his first act to his label, Drumwork Music. Thoughts?
1: Shout out to Conway, man. Yeah. Um, he was hype as hell signing his first artist. He actually said, "Told him that you're gonna be in that top five com, uh, conversation, which is nuts." Who the Shout artist out to, The rapper's name is Skees. Skees, sorry, Buffalo native Skees. Hmm.
0: We're
1: gonna see what Skeese is talking about. S K E E S E. I haven't heard the music, but hey, he signed to Conway. Shout out to Conway getting his boss getting his boss bag, man, with the drum work music.
0: He was pushing that drum work hard.
1: You ain't going to hear him say
0: Griselda no more. That's funny. And lastly, man, a late W came through the wires late. Yo, man, what does Ja Rule think about this? Was recently awarded a doctorate from Harvard Business School. I see you, boy. This has to diminish... The legacy of harvard do you agree or not?
1: <laughs> i see you r-u-l-e let's go he probably had been listening to um he been listening to swiss and he saw what that did for swiss because swiss basically said that the embryo of the versus concept came out of his education that he got from harvard business school so triple salute to that we're gonna see ja rule he ain't gonna make that fire festival mistake again we, the next time we go to job it's gonna be a big dog business play let's go
0: Maybe they can teach him how to put a festival on, right? Hopefully no. he learned that. Though.
1: He done I with know. that. He good on that. People ain't outside no way. He gonna He going to come with something
0: better. Thanks. Uh, Who we got for On deck? But wait, before we go to On Decker of the Week, an update from the On Decker of the Week last week. He okay. followed up with this. You remember you said that 50 Cent sold that album. What was it? Animal Ambition for Crypto? Yes, he did. So 700 coins is what he made from that approximately $21.7 million. Yep. So that's
1: allegedly, important. allegedly because we know how 50 do allegedly um, shout out on deck of the week. Though. That was a great question. Absolutely. This week we're going to the Facebook rap chat. Shout out to Jerome Tally. He has been putting excellent questions in the co- in the rap chat lately. This one right here made me laugh out loud. He put the question, how old were you? When you found out the cars and the jewelry were rented, I died laughing. That is a very legitimate question. He sounded like he was disappointed, same way Ross was on that. Rivals become idols. We were all disappointed, Jerome Talley. Uh, that hurt me when we found out the shit was fake. Is uh, listen, I don't. I can't pinpoint exactly when, but I know once I figured it out, I was sad. It was similar to when I found out wrestling was fake. Mm. That was also sad. It was a sad day for a young AB when he found out that the cars and the jewelry were rented and that wrestling was fake. It hurt.
0: When did I find that out, man? That's an excellent
1: like, question. Man, it's hilarious.
0: Around college. It had to be. Cause you know, as more rappers and stuff start coming to the city and stuff. when we was around college times to see more of them. And you just be like, man, this nigga can't be rich. I looking like this. I ain't gonna lie. I think the friend at the Holiday Inn. What's going on?
1: That's true. He was yeah, bullshit. The, the, the first rap money I seen was Gotti though in person. Facts. Facts. Go, like Who going to your Gotti name? house, like 05, 06, one of his houses. I was like, nigga, this shit is not come believe it. I was like, Gotti, God was, dang. Gotti
0: was the first nigga I seen with the big boy checkbook. You know the 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 the, <laughs> the three ledger. ring the three ring checkbook where it got like the big binder and you open that motherfucker <laughs> up, it's all checks. He was the first nigga I seen whip one of them out in person and write a nigga like... He wrote like three, four checks. Yep. He out the niggas. So I remember that.
1: So that was the first Red Money I seen. I, I'll yeah. say that. But that was a great question, man. Keep up the good content. We appreciate it. Uh, you got to put on for this week?
0: Yes, man. What kind of apples do you eat?
1: Uh, The green... The small green mini joints.
0: Granny Smith's. I think so, yeah. You need to try Pink Lady Apples apples p-i-n-k-k lady apples these are the best apples that you're ever going to eat in your life i can't even explain how good these fucking apples are oh, i used yeah. to eat granny smith like you as well they're like in the red delicious family as far as being red apples but these these I, it's it's almost like a pineapple apple it's fucking amazing are these. they pink and that's the name of it. It's oh, a red. Okay. It's red. It, it kind of it almost look pinkish, but it's just sweeter than regular red apples. It's not as bitter as the green apples. As shit is fire. The, what the, the hell the, you the,
1: find that at?
0: Uh, they got them in crow. The PLU code. I, I I wrote the PLU code down there so good. It's four one three zero. So if you're looking for them and you want to know if you got the right one, is four one three zero. Pink lady apples, I promise you, you won't be mad. That That's how you know you used to work finished. at
1: Kroger right there. Facts. We know about <laughs> them colors. 4011 the 4011 was man.
0: bananas. Remember that? 4072 russet potatoes. <laughs> 4087 Roma tomatoes. I still, 4022 was grapes. I was a beast on, them, on the register, nigga. I was the fastest register nigga in Bell Mead. Whoa, whoa. Easy, easy, whoa. hands down. And I could get the most carts. <laughs> I could get the most carts and was the fastest nigga on the register, man. Them niggas needed to pay me more than they did when I was there.
1: You was definitely a real good cart getting ass, nigga. <laughs> I was on the register shaking it.
0: He ain't talking about nothing. You was an old nigga. You was the first one that turned old enough to be on register, nigga. Nigga had to used to call you to come ring up beer. You gotta be <laughs> hey Chris, come ring up this beer for me. That shit was fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit.
1: Um I gotta put on. I gotta put on in a put off. These are both mm-hmm. movies that I watched over the weekend. I'm gonna put you off of the little things with Denzel.
0: You can wait to hate on that boy.
1: Listen, if that movie is the epitome of some look cool, like it is the. If you everybody hears when we do these ratings and these album reviews, and we'd be like, man, that just some look cool. If you looked up look cool in the Nashville dictionary, nigga, it's a picture of this movie poster right here. It is. Facts. Just
0: a mid. <laughs> I wanted to fight you on that too, but it, there's no way you can unless you're just like crazy. Unless you got to be the biggest Denzel fan, period. And I, I, just and I am... To- yeah, yeah, dude. you got to be bigger than big, though, like, pause to be to fuck with this. And, like, I'm with you. We talked about this offline. Like, the way that the other white boy detective talked was throwing me off. I don't remember him talking like that at Mr. Robot.
1: It was fucking with was me, man. Weird. The detective was fucking with me. I didn't like that shit.
0: That shit was weird. Like, he had some crazy-ass
1: lisp or something. Yeah, that, shit, nah, was that shit was trash. trash. I but know. I will put you on another movie that I watched, American mm-hmm. Skin with Nate. Wasn't name? Nate Parker? Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. We just—I just rented it. Fuck it. It was a five dollars, six dollars. I don't know. It's a Chick Fil A meal. That's how much it costs. You can just rent it. It's—it's a, it's a. You know, Have you seen the the trailer?
0: Mm-mm. I don't think so. Is this the one with the cops? Killers yeah. With?
1: where a cop uh, killed his son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he sn- he snap that. off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically, if uh, if Jordan Lucas, I am not a racist video, and John Q had a baby, oh, that sh- would be American skin.
0: So, so watch it then
1: yeah it was good it was good it was a little too they had a couple of the hot button topics in there
0: what like shoehorn them in there
1: they, they a little too on the nose you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know it's it a little too on the nose with some of the stuff they put in but it's dialogue from both sides he breaks into the damn thing and makes them hold court for the cop that beat the case and so like the cops are saying how they feel and the people are saying how they feel. So it's like you're getting the perspectives and there's some there's some hot button, you know, some Let's shit that you that. hear also, some hashtags and stuff that you that they shoehorned in the script. And so you're like, okay, like y'all, I'm checking we, we get it, dude, we, we understand. <laughs>
0: like, you guys are gonna t- aware of what's going on. We get it. We, we yeah, live I'm in
1: saying. America, dude. We've seen this shit play out too. You don't have to spell it out for us in the movie, but it's still good. It's worth checking out for sure.
0: I'll check that out.
1: Um, Guys, also, you also need to check out the uh, Patreon account, patreon.com slash realville. We just reviewed Jeezy, uh, the classic mixtape. Go ahead and spoil it for you. We both agree it still holds up. But just go ahead and check out the review. Love jumping in the time machine, talking about these old um, albums. We've got two brand new ones coming this month in February. Uh, It will give you a clue. It's from the same camp that Jay-Z used to rep. We got two Rockefeller debut albums we're reviewing this month, man. So man. excited to uh, share that with y'all. But well, go check on our uh, Patreon, hit the link in the in the description, and subscribe, man.
0: And we recently did the movie joint, right? Did we talk about that? Real
1: Listen, if y'all want to hear the movie recaps, dude, hop on there, select the Real view Watch tier. You, me, Coach Lock from FSP. We just revisited life.
0: Eddie Murphy and Martin. Great fucking movie.
1: Funny as fuck. Even more in 2021 on the rewatch. Make sure I had a good time with that. Shout out to Coach Lock. He did his thing. Um, Those are monthly. We got a new movie coming this month in February. It's going to be fucking hilarious. And here's a hint. It also stars Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. If you're deep in these movies, you know what movie that is. So that's coming up this month too, guys. So make sure y'all tap in on realville.com slash no patreon.com <laughs> may y'all tap in
0: absolutely man content over there, man. You got to support the label. That's going to continue to help us make dope content for you guys. So go on over there and subscribe. The cheapest tier is two bucks. You got a $5 yeah, tier. You got a $15 tier, man. And we working on more and more and more just to keep you guys occupied at the Patreons. So we appreciate your support.
1: Absolutely, man. To the next time, we are out. Here.